Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Everyone and welcome back to another episode of Get the Bell. I'm your host Miles. Cashmere. Spiritual baddie. What? What? Right. Um. So basically, it happened. So I was going to speak about the concert that I went to. Uh, obviously, you all know I went to the concert, and it was fucking epi- epic. So I can't even speak. Um, <laughs> Beyonce and Jay Z on the <gasps> run tour to <gasps> I went. <gasps> They conquered, they slayed, they de-scalped, they took wigs, lace fronts, bundles, children, homes, benefits, talents. They took everything. They took everything from me. And just when I thought that wasn't enough, the second day, they, right, I'm getting into my segment. Let Let me backtrack. First of all. Let's give the word of the week. But before we give our word of the week, we have a special guest on the show with us. Introduce yourself, sir. Hello, my name is Ryan Langey. Miss Langey. Miss Langey. Um, thank you for having me. Of course, it's a pleasure yeah. to have you on. So, um, before we get into like who you are and stuff, are you gonna give us a word of the week, a surprise guest word of the week? <laughs> With great pleasure, I give you my word of the week. Um, I don't know who I'm following from last week, but someone um, told me something very poignant this week, and it was a wonderful saying. It said, let them knock you down, but don't let them knock you out. Ooh. Yes. Come through. Speak on it some more. Well, I had a very interesting week where Mm. I had... I'd gone above and beyond for um, someone I care very deeply about. Mm. Um, and we were executing an event. And um, it turned out that post facto, um, other people got involved and it just spiraled out of control that mm. we weren't communicating on the same level um, or in the same way, which was a place of love. And mm-hmm. um, words were exchanged. And mm. it was a situation where I was letting it get on top of myself yeah mm-hmm. and um and so i was having a moment where i was just trying to like vent to someone and unfortunately i spoke to someone who said those kind words of advice yeah. and they were really powerful give them to us one more time let them knock you down but don't let, let them knock you out i love that's that deep. okay that's so deep. like feel feel what they what they do to you but don't let it wipe you out yeah mm. don't dwell in it so like feel like i'm guessing like feel free to like take a step back and be in your feelings for a quick moment but mm. 
don't take yourself out of the game. Like, learn from it, basically. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I mean, Ooh. when when you fall, um, that's fine. But it, you're judged on the rebound, not the failure. Exactly. Yeah. Come on, now that was a Dude, word. How was everyone's weeks? <laughs> Before you get too carried away. Before I get carried away, how was everyone's weeks? My week was, my week was good. You know, I was um, very present. Yeah. In each day, in each moment, mm-hmm. um, and then I went to Beyonce concert too, bitch. Oh, on Friday, yes. Oh I completely forgot that you were going to be there on the same day. Yeah, even though we spoke on that day, and I told <laughs> you, I'm waiting for my lace front to come in the post so I can wear it tonight. <laughs> Yeah, I completely um, Yeah, so I went Beyonce concert and then um, my weekend I went to Liverpool. I had like no sleep and then I went to like this um, Africa OA festival in Liverpool. Oh, how's that? Oh. And it was really good. It's good. Um, it's like a, a day where Africa is, is represented and mm-hmm. shown in a good light. So yeah, it was good. It was, it was cultural. And then, yeah, so my weekend was exciting. So my week mm. overall was good. Wicked. How was your week, Kashmir? It was okay. It was a normal week. It was a bit, yeah. um, a bit stressful and stuff, but it is what it is. When Why was it stressful, babe? When your mum is stressful, you'll be hey. like, you be, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just crazy, but you just have to get on with it and do the best you can. So and that's exactly what to, you're doing. Trying to hold on to a bit of faith, really. Yeah. And it's yeah. good that you can laugh about yeah, it. Yeah, you, know? you have to have laugh about good, it. If you don't laugh, you'll cry, girl. Yeah, I'll cry. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so just laugh my way through it really yeah That's what are your smiles well my week was just anointed by you know Beyonce and Jay-Z it was just fucking epic um, <laughs> I completely forgot everything else that happened during that week <laughs> I just remember lights dancers amazing visions amazing art yeah yeah we'll save amazing the rest vote. of it yeah <laughs> so yeah. apart from that yeah my week was good we had uh, a couple of exciting meetings over the phone with some people which hopefully we'll tell you guys about uh soon um otherwise what else happened in the week yeah, um, i can't remember it was just that so it was great so let's get into melanin magnificence who does yours go to cashmere this week well mom's gonna be pretty surprising i know that it was father's day on sunday yeah i'm gonna actually give it to the fathers like around oh, the world and that's yes. shocking for me yes <laughs> i'm here girl but i don't know i'm just i'm trying to appreciate all the good dads out there mm-hmm. that takes care of their kids mm-hmm. who's there for the kids do right by their kids oh. basically and just I don't want to get too emotional into it, so much I hold it back. <laughs> but I just want to give it out to those dads who does their role correctly, and also to the single parents who are playing both roles. That your yeah. work and the, what the the things that you have been doing for your child hasn't gone unnoticed. So today, my melanin magnificence goes to you guys. Yes, come on, black fathers. Yes, Cash, <laughs> I'm proud of you, girl. I know that, that kind of hurt me by saying it. I'm gonna lie. You're <laughs> seeing your eyes go. No, girl, like, you heal a part of yourself breath. when you said that, girl. <laughs> yes. Well, my melanin magnificence goes to a friend of the show. Actually, his name is Yaga, and he was actually one of our photographers and videographers uh, at the beginning of Get the Belt. Oh, yeah. He gets melanin magnificence this week for getting his first editorial shoot. On Paper Magazine, where yeah. he yes, uh, oh where he gosh. shot Lewis Hamilton. Now Lewis Hamilton, 
it's a questionable character. But um, regardless, mm. it's Melanin Magnificence is not for Lewis. It is for Yaga for getting that amazing oh, achievement. Well He's done, been working Yaga. out here. So, yeah, his Instagram and everything will be in the description below. So make sure you follow him. And well done. And pat your chest a couple of times. Yes. Oh, well done. Well done. Who does yeah. yours go to? My Melanin Magnificence this week goes to a close person to me, IOB. He um, is a model, he's a presenter, he's a lot of good things, but he um, basically has just been um, in a campaign for Topshop. And Come he's on. just been published on wow. the USA for Pride. Yes. So oh, he's, wow. Yeah, That's so really he good. is like the, the, um, the blackness of the Pride, like what Topshop are projecting like the mm, image that they're projecting so that's being gay is one thing but being black and black gay is a whole is a whole other thing so my melanin magnificence goes to him because he's owning himself and he's getting his word across so i'm yes. proud of him so wow. let's jump straight into it and get into spiritual baddie segment spirituality Okay, so this week, um, kind of leading on from last week, last week I spoke about um, the spiritual concept I spoke about was meditation, mm -hmm. which is very much the basis of spirituality. Mm -hmm. And this week is also another uh, method of a basis of spirituality, which is praying and the power in prayer. Okay. So just to break down like what we actually are doing when we pray, we are calling on a higher power or mm -hmm. guidance or strength or you know, something uplifting and positive mm -hmm. in an area that we feel is necessary to receive them things and project them things. Can I interject real quick? Now, do you think, because obviously some of our listeners might hear prayer and go think, oh, fast forward, I'm not religious. Is prayer just yeah. for religious people? This is what, exactly what I was about to say. Um, and what I found is that regardless of the stigma attached to prayer and from religion, there is power in God's name. Yeah. Like, regardless of religion, regardless if you label yourself religious, there is power in God's name rather than general praying and rather than just praying. Like, I used to pray to the universe a lot. I got to one point, I would just be the universe and the moon. And yeah. then they broke me down. And then I had, and then I realized, wait, there's power in God's name. Like, let me use mm -hmm. God's name to pray. So, yeah, just to break down what praying is. So, there's power in God's name. And what is it? It's calling on a higher power. Um, but then, obviously, we get all the opinions that praying doesn't work because mm -hmm. people, you know, the light doesn't show mm -hmm. straight away and people don't get what they ask for immediately. Yeah, sometimes you're not ready for mm -hmm. certain exactly. things. Exactly. So, for people who think that praying doesn't work, I have a few points of why it may not be working. So, first of all, when you're praying, if you're someone who has ego... Which we've, you've spoken which I've about, spoke about show, and yeah. I've explained mm. how to minimize your ego already. If you're someone with ego and who doesn't feed their soul, you have to feed your soul more as a way to open up. Open up yourself and crack yourself open because you have to pray on things that like deep down mean something to you. Yeah. So you have to crack yourself open. That means you have to show humility. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And to show humility, you have to feed your soul, which I've already spoke about. And you have to minimize your ego. It's not like a sense of just praying for like basic things. Like, yeah. I mean, you're praying mm -hmm. for deep things. I want to feel love every single day. Like I want happiness. I want peace. You're praying for deep things. And to get to the, those deep things, your ego has to be minimized. And so to you, my pet, so you Yes, what? To, to my petty people out there, praying for other people's demise does not work. 
praying for people's work. Demise, like their downfall doesn't work. So oh, stop yeah, praying yeah. for shit like I that. I mean, yeah. Some people be out here praying like that. <laughs> yeah, they I really know, do. girl, they do, but mm-mm, them, doppy them. Let's, <laughs> let's try. Um, and then my other point was, um, if you like, as a, as a, a way to pray, mm-hmm. um, I will always give like this tip to people if they ask me, how do you pray and stuff? So, Focus on object on the objective picture, as I always mention the objective picture, meaning the main um, details and areas that you you want to feel. So love, happiness, harmony, peace, their mm-hmm. objectivities, yeah. right? So if you focus on the objective picture and when you're praying, if you pray for the objective picture first and the objective objectivity. So if you pray for love, if you pray for these things first, and then um, and then you cover the subjective details so you say how you want to achieve that but make sure you say the objectivity is what you want first and then say the subjective details so for example if you want a particular person let's say if you what do you mean if you (laughs) if you want to be if you want like uh this is an example if you if you want love okay But you think you want... What do you mean? So if you want a relationship, okay, Miles, I know you'd be taking notes, girl. I know you'd be taking notes. So if you you think you really want a particular person um, to be in a relationship with, what are you really asking for? You're asking for love in the Mm. objective picture, right? Okay. So if you ask for love and then say you want to experience it through this person, that's the subjective detail. Right. There's power in stating the objective first and then concluding with this, the you might end up with that person they can fuck yeah. you over and then all of a sudden yeah. you're praying mm. for and then shit. like another one if you're okay. like get rid of this <laughs> anyway go on if you're like another example of objective and subjective like if you're praying for a, a, a particular job like you want a job you're like please god like I need this job like I need money right now yeah. and mm-hmm. the reason you want that job is for money then you have to you can pray for financial freedom freedom yeah. And then go to the subjective yeah. detail of the job, uh, what you okay. want to get that financial freedom from, right? Um, and then um, leading on to and concluding that point with the power of words, like you, you have to write your prayers down rather than just say them and just write them, write it down what you think you should pray for, and then like examine each word and see, wait. the words I'm using, are they asking for what I really want? It has Mm. to be in alignment with the objective picture. You Mm. have to, like, know what words to use. So we should get, like, a little book. Yeah. Not, like, you should really just, uh, the book of your soul and what you really want, like, your own book, you know? Is it more of what you need than what you want? Yeah, it's more than um, what you need and what you want. It's more like what you need, yes. It's like what you need. We all need like objectivities and then um and then the way we can get them subjectivities you could say is related to wants you know Mm -hmm. i i need to feel this love but i want it through this person i need to feel Mm. financial freedom and i want it through this job so that's that's the comparison i would make there um and then also (laughs) the biggest one the biggest one the biggest one which uh, annoys me so much (laughs) but I understand that people people on um don't have knowledge on what of, of praying and stuff like that. So, you know. Um basically people only pray at dark times, fam. People I said only, this the other day. People only <laughs> I said pray this the other day. When I need it's true. Yeah. So like 
you have, think about the message that's sent out. Okay, I'm only going to pray when, when I there's want a dark something. cloud over my head, yeah. fam. When there's a dark cloud, when someone's died or when that. someone's on a hospital bed, I'm going to pray for them. Or when I need my Beyonce ticket. Where is your power in your prayer? Mm. Where is the power in your prayer if you're only praying when there's a dark cloud over your head? What about when the sun's shining, bitch? Are you yeah. showing appreciation and gratitude? Yeah, it, you then mm. become to... Like going back to what I said about, uh, is it, do you have to be religious and whatnot? Yeah. Whether you're praying to uh, a God of your choice or yeah. whatever you're praying to. If you, like you said, when you only pray for like when you need something or when something is, you're in a bad time. <clears throat> almost think back to your own life and when you have people in your life that mm-hmm. only come to you mm-hmm. when they need something or when they want something or when shit is mm-hmm. like down for them and stuff like that. You it becomes a bit of a chore to help that person out. So you kind of need to put your foot in that size eight Louboutin and go, okay, so if it's me asking the universe or asking God or whoever for these things and I'm only coming to them or it or whatever it is you pray to for things in when I'm in times of need, they're going to have the same feeling that I feel when, you know, people hit me up for just when they want something. It's like, oh, actually, no, you're not actually there through the thick and thin. So, yeah, I, I, I get, I completely get what you're saying, basically. Mm-hmm. Gratitude is important. Yeah. Um, I think it's important that when you get to a certain place in your life and you know there's another journey ahead of you to take stock as to who helped you get to where you are, yeah. whether mm-hmm. that be emotional, moral, or even financial or physical support. Um, I have a group of ladies that call my Earth Angels. Ooh. And whenever Aww. whenever I feel like I'm about to embark on another chapter or another evolution of myself, yeah. I check in with them and I thank them again for what they've done to bring me here. Yeah. And then Aww. I get their advice and their feedback on how I can best be my best self for the next part of my journey. Wicked. Uh, are these people nice. that you know? Uh, they're women that have just come into my life. None yeah. of them I'm related to by blood. All yeah. of them um, have just crossed my path and they've stuck to me like Resonated. someone I've met in their last life. And... Um, I just, I always make sure to check in with them. And I yeah. often find that when I, I haven't spoken to them, it's when I start to spin out. Really? And so once I start to check in on one of them, they all just start to come back in and yeah. then they all oh. remind me of who I was and where, and tell me about where I want to go or where I should go. Oh. You do know that they're your soul family. Yeah, I'm, I'm noticing that. That's, That's nice. good. You're it's good nice. Luck to, it's nice. It's nice, nice to find your soul family. It's so nice. <laughs> But yeah, you can find him mine. I don't know. Yeah, Yasha, pray to find your soul family. That's, <laughs> that's a prayer to that's a prayer to pray to find will, your soul family. I will family. write that down right now. There's really power in prayers. Um, you do have to show humility. Mm-hmm. Um, meaning you have to stand open to what you're praying to higher power, God, whatever you label label mm-hmm. it. You have to show humility, and you just have to be you. You have to be cracked open, so like higher power can fill in them cracks. So <laughs> sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Why is that funny? Nothing. <laughs> oh, Miles, sorry, what am I going to do I'm, with I'm you? I'm so immature. It's disgusting. Um, <laughs> as I was just concluding... I'm a Scorpio, sorry. <laughs> as I was just concluding, yeah, really just um, examine the words that you use when you are praying, focus on the objectivities, mm-hmm. and then, you know, state that through the subjectivities and how you want to achieve them objective mm-hmm. aspects. Um, and yeah, that's all from me, this segment, Same. praying. So <laughs> if you all have any questions about praying or, you know, you have any experiences or anything you'd like to share or, you know, know more information about, be sure to DM us at Get the Belt Pod. And yeah. So 
now it's time for Miles Measures. Right, so let me just skim through all the bullshit first. Okay, so actually, no, this isn't bullshit. This is going to start, I'm starting with something that's actually quite good. So the BBC Comedy and Writers Room are awarding talented BAME comedy writers a six-month bursary to help train and develop their skills. And this is basically just addressing the underrepresentation of um, BAME talent and professionals that are mm -hmm. active in the industry right now, which is great. Um, and it's the Felix Dexter bursary. So if you're a BAME beautiful writer and you want to get some money and you want to improve your skills head over to the bbc website or just google the felix dexter bursary and yeah become the next star man um what else is happening in this mad world uh yeah so r kelly's wife has spoken up about being <gasps> uh what? abused here uh, his his ex-wife no shocker there apparently she nearly committed suicide are you serious yeah anyway so yeah that happened um, there was something else that I wanted to say. I'm sure there was. Oh yeah, Love Island. So yeah, Samira, she's getting sued. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Sam yeah. So I she was in. Yeah. So she was in Dreamgirls, and left and gave them one day's notice. Uh, allegedly, um, saying that she was leaving, going to Love Island, and left them like kind of screwed over for like two weeks uh and i've seen reports in like the media that it's only going to be like three thousand pounds from the producers it? yeah but then she'd also probably be getting sued by her agent for lots of earnings which is a shame i really really hope love island and you know itv have got you covered for this girl because you know she is a friend of mine and she's a cute girl but yeah tough times do you think they'll let her know knowing that she's on the show now do you think i don't does? know because i don't know like can you imagine by the way girl yeah you're getting sued when you come <laughs> out but yeah try and find the love of your life <laughs> but yeah i don't watch the show i tried to watch the first episode i did but i just i just i couldn't do it it was it's not my calling the government issued a new day uh it's official we've got a national wind rush oh, yeah, day, day which was on our instagram uh, where we give homage and pay respects and recognize mm. the work that was uh, contributed to this country by um, Afro-Caribbeans that came over mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. have seemed to have so, been just really badly mistreated yeah. mm -hmm. and forgotten in history. So mm -hmm. they finally made it official where we have a holiday for it, it our family. Friday, that did, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so nice. that's really good. Thank you, government, for doing something yeah. right. <laughs> Other good things that our government tried to do, I just want to shout out to William Hugh. Uh, he asked Theresa May if we can legalise cannabis, which I was all yeah. here for. Of course, the host said no, despite <laughs> the 82% uh, survey which was carried out, which believe uh, from the general public, which believe that it, it should, should be. be made legal mm -hmm. because it does help cure cancer. It yeah, does de-stress you. They give it, yeah. it, it has so many I benefits. I mean, look at the vibe of Amsterdam when you visit Mate, Amsterdam. Everyone's there crime, their know? crime rate is exactly. as low as Kim Kardashian's like standards in life. Like... <laughs> It's oh low God. as hell. Like, you go there and it's just peaceful. But, yeah, so that's great. Um, what else? Um, oh, the rapper XXXTentacion. I never heard of him. I never heard of him. May he rest in peace. Rest in peace. He was shot in Miami. Yeah. But, I unfortunately, I have heard quite controversial things about him. Apparently, he used to, like, abuse his ex-girlfriend yeah, whilst pregnant. Yeah, but then, I, and but then he no, tried to make no. a little change. Yeah, he tried he to tried make to a change. change. And I've also it. seen... Martin Luther King, if he was assassinated at his age, then he would have the same labels and the same history 
Mm. So people was like, you know, be careful what perspective you're given. Yeah, mm-hmm. a person that's also very true. Who's been assassinated, well, killed. Apparently um, they said it was a drive, but I don't But know. no, but wait. I don't know if y'all know. Lyrics from Drake. You <gasps> not see them? Oh, I saw something yeah. on my timeline about that, but I don't I, I haven't looked into it too much because I was like... Something about being shot below the neck or below the yeah, head. Yeah, no. Or... Basically, Drake made reference Drake. to this guy... And then, like, so this song wasn't out before. Yeah, this song wasn't out before. But Ugh, no, wait, Drake. the song wasn't out before. Sorry, the song oh, was, was out before, and Drake made reference to to him in his in his the XX, song. X-boy. Yeah, and something like around violence, and then she. <gasps> and hey, then, and now he's dead. Yeah, living as karma. She I put seen voodoo, it all on it. Voodoo. I told you, people be praying them. Like you said, words mean things, man. Someone said he I was. I seen um, it on Instagram. He worshipped the devil and stuff. Who did? Um, that guy. The XXX. Yeah. Some. He's a satanist or something. Satanist. Oh, well, yeah, let's like, not speak oh. ill of the dead because that gives me this. Yeah. But I mean, may he rest in peace. Still, yeah. Oh my God. Take from that situation what you will. Otherwise, uh, I can't be bothered. Yeah, uh, basically, yeah. Right. So Beyonce and Jay Z. <laughs> Right, so yeah, as I said at the beginning of the episode, I went to the show. It was fucking epic. I've never been to, I've seen Beyonce and Jay-Z on stage together, but I've never been to an on-the-run tour before. Mm-hmm. I got my life. It was the first ever time I've been to a Beyonce concert by myself. Well, I'd by always, yeah, I've so always gone. by yourself in the crowd, seriously. Screaming. You didn't look screaming, at no one. Where, where was no. you? No, where why didn't you meet up with Ellis? I know. So well, was I, I, I was completely forgot. Like, <laughs> I was north standing. <laughs> I was east. Why would pitch. you go there by yourself? <laughs> because I love her that much. Who am I going to be really? Even if I did see Ellis, you think I'd be talking to him? I know. Beyonce, full yourself, ass grown ass Beyonce on stage. Full mother Beyonce on stage. And I'm speaking, having you conversations. Make me laugh, you make me laugh. Basically, I just want you guys to know, uh, of course, it was fucking amazing. I went, I lost my voice. At the end of the, at the, end of the concert, I sounded like the Cookie Monster. I literally left like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it was amazing she people were trying to say that she's tired and like she needs to retire people were fat shaming her and shit uh, uh, uh. like oh, get no. the fuck off like she's a mother of three she still oh. slayed i saw it with my own goddamn mm-hmm. eyes because i was close mm-hmm. if you checked my instagram story mm-hmm. <laughs> and she hit all the marks she hit all the moves she gave me beachella she gave me like old school beyonce she sat down and delivered a fucking amazing rendition of um mm-hmm. what's that song the... after make the song cry mm-hmm. Um, af- um, re- 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 resentment. Resentment. Yeah. Ooh. One thing I did find though is that I'm beginning to now be really aware of the kind of people that are around me in concerts, and mm-hmm. all the people that are around me, I'd say eighty percent of them were white little girls who did not know the words. The words. They did not. Yeah. Like there was a couple of people like that got it, but I'm gonna keep it real. Mm, one or two of them did mm-hmm. three of them did i can't lie three of them four of them did one white lady really nice she got me a drink before the show started because i'd seen my ex in the toilet oh, wow. just before and every other concert i'd gone to was actually with her so that was really Wait, good no, no. oh yeah let's not say the name on yeah <laughs> um <laughs> um and then these two black girls and this black guy and they were all like separate but we kind of like gathered that everyone around us were not real fans and they're f- fuck knows why they were there but we were getting Maybe our lives together me Beyonce, no yeah. but don't no no if I'm you're gonna, gonna go say if i went to something i'm not gonna know all their lyrics but i'd be like oh my god i'll be singing along with ten like yeah. with the seat Except prices the with the prices mm-hmm. of the tickets I don't know. Again, this is maybe they're just rich and just oh yeah, I don't really know. But yeah, um, they didn't know the words. They 
they didn't know the choreo. Like she, I, I knew the you? choreo. Yeah, it did. It like she'd you. come out and I'd be like, Suck, boom, boom, on my butt. You know that part? Mm-hmm. I'm doing it. You know the breakdown to everybody mask. Yeah. I'm doing the choreo to that. They're not getting it. And one thing I don't like, if you don't know the choreo, she's a singer. Well, she's so many things, but she she is a singer, vocalist. Now, when this girl was singing and doing riffs and runs, which weren't in the pre, like on the track that you hear on Tidal, because I'm subscribed to Tidal, because I value black business and what Tidal do. Just saying, that's a dig. That is a dig. Um, but these riffs and runs that she were doing, which were like outstanding, I was the only one screaming yes for, like mm-hmm. screaming wide with my wide, wide throat, like yes, like getting mm-hmm. my whole life. To, and everyone's looking at me like, yeah, like what? Seriously? I'm like, you, they don't, they don't, they, they, they don't people, get it. Yeah, they people don't. was like that with me too. I <laughs> like have, what? I had my 26 inch lace front on girl and I was doing the choreography and everything. Good. And people around me was not, but. They were like, what? Like, Beyonce were hitting high, high notes. Like, like high, like, all the way next to Jesus in the sky high. Mm-hmm. And no one's reacting. But if it was, you know, fucking Taylor Swift going, yeah, they'd be screaming and pat fainting. And, like, how can they not okay. recognize the, the, the vocal excellence? Yeah. But anyway, was I he, thought that was... How did Jay-Z it. look? Jay-Z looked all right, you know. Oh, really? He's lost so much weight. Seriously. He's lost, he so he looks good. He was, I mean, he wasn't giving you choreo, <laughs> but he was, you know, he was just bopping along to, to the a little thing. Something. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Yeah. It, was, it was emotional because I could feel the love between, between them, them. Mate, yeah. It was emotional. I was nearly crying, girl. Oh, I nearly yeah. did. It was emotional. And they are. you know what I took from Beyonce as well? Obviously, you know, I'm stood there silent as ever, staring at her, taking everything I can about her energy. Everything. You know what I got from her? She's just a human being who knows she is. who's confident. Yeah. And literally, like, you can tell by how she, like, how she reacts to the crowd reacting to her. Like, when she smiles, like, so she even puts a tear. Mm. But, like, it's like, she's like... Wow, I'm just one minute she's in a confident phase and yeah. just expressing herself, and then she when everyone starts screaming back at her, she snaps she, out and she's like, oh, "Wait!" Fuck. I'm like, "Wow, <laughs> this is the reaction I get," and you can tell that she she steps into yeah. a, sta- yeah. a state of overwhelmment. Yeah. And I was like, "I live wow. for those human oh, parts bless. of her." Like, I I love it when she slays. I do get my life, but I really get my life when like there's mishaps. Like, and twice in that concert, she mucked up the words. No one around me noticed, yeah. but I do because I know my yeah. sis. Yeah, <laughs> I know my sis, and like she would keep on like. Even even if like it wasn't a big um what's it called again mix up like but she would just say one word first and then the next word and then she'd be singing still but like laughing to it and everyone around me is like oh why is she laughing I'm like because if you knew this song Beyonce fan allegedly you would know because I know but not for Beyonce Beyonce. actually no that is one of her things she does sometimes get words mixed up and I find it so cute when she because she's human too no but you know she she is um absolutely art the way. The way I was watching how she positions her microphone and everything. Every, Bitch, she's she home. She's holding the microphone at her womb and she everything. is hitting the notes. She is holding the microphone down and Mate, she you back can hear and forth, her. Like Aaliyah, back and forth with the oh. mic. She knows what to do. She literally thinks about fucking everything. You know, on the runways, mm-hmm. when the runway is moving, she's done this before, but the one the runway she's on is moving up and down. <laughs> She is looking at every audience member, even the people in the back, whilst singing, whilst giving you choreo, mm-hmm. whilst switching around to the to the back to look at the camera and give you angle in the camera, whilst switching up to look at the, ang- the, the camera in the top left of the stadium, then looking back at the audience, and then looking at Jay, and then looking at another camera, and you're just like, bitch, your brain mm-hmm. is on something. 
Like she is so fucking aware of every inch of that stadium, mm-hmm. every soul in that stadium. She's fucking aware of everything. And I just, I just love it because not only is she aware, she's fucking talented and the outfits were crazy. My, some of my best looks, one of my best looks was when she came in all black and then the black bandana mm-hmm. wrapped around her head. It was so hood. She is so hood, right? I love it. Let's not forget she's from Houston, Texas. Okay. Yeah. And I just love it. She sang the word nigger on there. All the white fans didn't know what to do. They were like, ah, do I dance? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Do I sing along? And it was great to just see her just really embracing her blackness and using it via art. And if we're talking about art, we might as well segue into the art that is Everything is Love, which dropped <gasps> the very next day. And the art, the video. Okay, so the video for Ape Shit. <sighs> Let's start by where it was filmed. It was filmed in the Lovre, which is a traditionally white-centric space. All of the art in there, you know, the Mona Lisa's there and other pieces of art, all of the artwork, over 95% of it is all um, westernized white people. Uh, if there is mm-hmm. any black people in there, they're always depicted um, as less than human or a slave or in a in an exotic way. And what she did with just being there is she says, no, guess what, guys? We're here. We're black. This is art. And we are reclaiming this space. And we're going to be here and be proud. Because this, I'm get this, this old school um art which took us out and tried to erase us from history, where she what she is doing with that video is letting everyone else know we we're a part of that and we are we are a part of that and on that level all the artwork in there is held at such high esteem and such so much respect but the work that she's giving and delivering is equally yoked and which is why she rented out the whole of the she can afford to because she can afford that black black family can afford to do that Mm -hmm. gag pause and then she is she's oh sorry it gets me Emotional. Yeah, so she's in front of this. Yeah, go speak on it. Speak. I, as a fashion and art curator, I think it's really important to interject here. Please. Um, I think it is absolutely um, remarkable that a couple of that um, power was able to take over the entire space and do what some of us who pay 12 pounds or 12 euros to go into that space mm-hmm. dream of walking through that, that, that museum empty, yeah. dream of knowing what it's like to have one-on-one moments with that work. And so we have watched, like just to echo what you're saying, um, every work of art in that building has been decided to be a work of art by a predominantly white mm-hmm. um, panel yeah, judges. Mm-hmm. Um, Beyonce and Jay-Z have been invited into that room. Yeah. Um, and they've been asked to be a part of their realm. And instead of participating, they said, no, we will be art. We will be. Hallelujah. We will that panel. We will be in here. And yeah. they literally strode, walked, sashayed through that entire place. The whole thing. Beyonce laying oh. in front of the Venus de Milo. And yes. she says, respect that check. Yes. It is Put sickening. some respect on my check. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Birdman. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, she breaks down the white beauty standards uh, by standing outside of the... Is it Renis de, Mont- de Milo? The Renis... The Venus de Milo. Ooh, say it so nice. Say it twice. <laughs> the Venus de Milo. Yes. <laughs> so she stands outside that famous sculpture, you know, of a woman with no arms. You, you've seen it in like Disney films like Hercules. Like it's everywhere. Mm. And that she is the, the depiction of beauty. It is the goddess of beauty and victory. Mm. And Beyonce said, ah, uh-uh. no. Not today. And she stood in front of that 
as a black woman with this tight dress on looking amazing and said that isn't that that isn't just what beauty is beauty yeah. can be this as well mm-hmm. so she's out here breaking um you know, traditional white beauty standards. What else did she do? Oh, there's this huge, huge picture of Napoleon crowning his wife. Now, Napoleon uh, was a huge colonizer. He colonized so many different places. Um, And in this picture behind him is just a load, a sea of uh, Caucasians crowning this um, person's, essentially he was an evil man, uh, crowning his wife. Um, and in front of it is Beyonce and all of these dancers of all colors. And they are gyrating. They're giving you a nice wine. They're giving you good choreography and they're giving you beauty and they're wearing head wraps. And they are in a really nice line in front of this uh, piece of art. And again, they're letting you know, guess what? We have been doing this style of dancing for centuries. Mm. Now it's all a part of pop culture and everyone does it. Which is which is great, but she's also showing us in that moment. Yes, that is art. This is art as well. I just I just can't. The references in that um, song uh, with Jay Z speaking about the zero to eight. Um, he was nominated eight times last year for Grammys. Didn't win any of them. What this power couple are doing have done i'm going to try and bring it to a close because we could be here for hours. Um, <laughs> is they have redefined art. They are giving hope to not just creatives and, you know, artistic people, but to everyday black and mixed and ethnic and Asian families or anyone that who considers themselves as a minority, that they can achieve greatness in any aspect of their life and they can walk into places, predominantly white spaces, and own it and bring something new to it and just shine a light on things which normally just get seen as, you know, exotic, odd, too much or black or negative and they've basically flipped it all on its head um she sends many many different messages within the album so many messages the so lyrics, many the, the meanings li- behind oh, each line when she oh. says i'm not gonna let you shoot the nose off my pharaoh yes, when uh, she says um what does she say if i really gave two fucks about streaming numbers i would have put lemonade on spotify fuck, yes, you. fuck you she said my great great grandchildren already rich that's a lot of grandchildren <laughs> on your <laughs> forbes list yeah like I could go on. And, and to all the people that have heard the album and said, oh, it's not for me. And followed by, you know, because I listened to La- Lemonade as well. And that really wasn't for me either. It's mm. because she's got so much creative control and she is exuding blackness. And she's getting blacker and blacker. And she's being more and more truthful and more and delivering more educated music she's now essentially delivering art which she's always done but what people want her to do is just shake a black ass flick a weave and go uh, 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 oh, and sing about just about cool things i get my life to crazy love she, i go wild to it and bust a sweat but the messages that she's delivering now in her music are so yeah. intellectual and eye-opening yeah. and i'm sorry but if you sometimes if you're not from a certain if you're not a certain race or not a certain religion or not of a certain culture or whatnot if you're different or unique in any way it does it can make you be really proud of something it her art makes you question things it can make you disappointed about things that have happened and it can also inspire you to hope but what i feel like a lot of her listeners especially the white listeners um white that are now not liking beyonce because of this it's it's making them challenge their beliefs and making them more aware of things which they don't really want to see and to all of you guys i'm just asking you please 
listen to the album, research it, and you could learn so, so, so much. Other, otherwise, I'm still going to, you know, shake my mixed race ass to the whole of the entire album because <laughs> I get my life to it. But anyway, we're going to be here for ages. But um, basically, I loved it. I gagged, she slayed, she came, she conquered. <sighs> I love you, Beezus. It's time for Yes with Cash. <laughs> okay, guys, it's time with Yes with Cash. Um, basically, I'll just like contemplating and reflecting on my life for the last 25 years of being on this earth. Yes, Ooh, I'm deep. deep. And like, I was thinking, gosh, I've been through some shit, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, I've been through something. <laughs> so I kind of wrote down a good list of 25 things that I've been through. And maybe a few other listeners could reflect and be in the same boat. Yes, mm. come, give it to us. Well, here's, here's, here's the list, guys. What I've realized is no one has the same heart as you do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, a lot of people love to go around and assume if you do something good towards someone, you expect them to do the same good back In to you. But it doesn't, it, but it doesn't happen. It doesn't, Trust it doesn't me, happen right? like oh, that. Trigger, 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 trigger. It doesn't happen. I think we've all been in a situation where we will do something kind for someone and then you'd expect the same treatment back and it doesn't happen. And then you're like, oh my gosh, how come they're not doing what I did? And you realize no one's got the same heart as you. No one is as kind as you are or thoughtful or caring as you and mm-hmm. need to realize that when you do something for someone don't expect anything back because you'll be like putting too much effort into it and then mm-hmm. you won't receive the mm-hmm. same mm-hmm. like so i was thinking you Absolutely. know what it's cool in it and then i realized it's okay to say no sometimes amen no to people who don't deserve like who don't deserve you at your best or your worst or anything so if someone like it's okay if someone asks you for favor and you're like you know what i can't do it today it doesn't make you a bad person sometimes you have to be like no because if you keep saying yes all the time people will just take mm-hmm. advantage of you and yeah. keep being like oh oh yeah i'm gonna keep going back to that person she say yes and when you finally say no they'll be like oh, oh my gosh mm. she's finally realizing that i was taking the piss yeah. so it's time to like yeah like yeah. can i speak on that yeah, as well yeah. because not when Kashmir is saying, or from my experience as well, one thing I've learned in saying no, it isn't always necessarily saying no to things when they need a favor from mm. you or it doesn't benefit you and it's you going out of your way to do something for them. Sometimes it is that text at half 11 at night, you know. Oh my asking, God. No, no, because I'm being real. I'm being real. Time. Come on, this, really? is, this is get the belt and we keep it real here and it's unfiltered oh and it's all real gosh. but sometimes it can be at half 11 when you get that text from whoever and they're saying yo are you up and they're wanting oh something and guess what you might want it too and i've been there and one thing i'm gonna start doing is saying saying no even oh, so though i want it so oh, even but sometimes huh? you don't you usually s- say no do you miles I've, I've said no many of, of times, but I, one thing I'm realizing is that I need to start saying no, even oh if gosh. I want it. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is they're offering. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. Oh <laughs> Basically, if you keep saying yes, then yeah, you, say no to everything. Your energy will be drained. Yeah, so you can put your foot down. They don't yeah. deserve. It's, and it doesn't make you a bad person if you say no sometimes. No, it doesn't. It makes you a bad person. And f- number three. Love the person you are becoming. I think people are not comfortable with who they are or in their own skin. So I've learned to like accept who I am and don't just because society want me to be a certain way, I shouldn't just force my way force myself to be the way society wants me to be. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just be comfortable that. in your own skin, be comfortable with who you are and what you're achieving. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. 
Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. And just know that even if you're not at where you are right now, doesn't mean you won't get there in the end. So kind of enjoy the journey. And then when the destination comes, at least you'll appreciate it a bit more. Boom. Yeah. And this one, this one is funny. I don't know. Don't fall in love too easily. That's a I word. Being well. in a situation where you meet someone and you automatically start planning your future, future. Yes. your wedding, how many kids you're going to have. You be planning some that shit. That fantasy life. That fa- and then it doesn't after go one, to plan. After one flat white, I'm thinking, where's our retiring country going to be? It's true. I think I've learned to, um, to just like try to keep my feelings locked away for key and don't give too much. But don't give too little either. But yeah. just try That's to keep finding that line. How do you the find the balance? How do you find the balance? I don't know. I've learned over the years. I'm like, <laughs> I always like, you know, when you first meet someone, you go on the date, you're like, oh my gosh, maybe he's the new bae. And then <laughs> it doesn't work out like that. And you're like, oh shit, down, there yeah. I go again. So I've realized, like, sometimes it's okay to play hard to get sometimes, but maybe not too, like, yeah. hard. But, but to, be, just for but, the little yeah. test. But just little, little test, test just to see if he's yeah. really in, yeah, yeah, yeah. in for the long run mm-hmm. or he's just. Just trying to get something, something. You know what I'm saying? So. What do you think, Manji? <laughs> on the whole hard to get thing. Well, if I had to make a bit of a uh, analogy for it, it's like say you had a room with a door, and mm. your love is in that door. Mm. Um, I'd say to tell the person that is interested in you times that door will be open mm-hmm. and tell that person who's interested in you that there's a cat flap and then some that love can creep out and come back in when it wants oh. to mm-hmm. um, just be aware of the movements of that door but yeah. don't ever leave that door unlocked and it's don't true. ever leave that door open mm. yes oh yes. i felt that that's true i'm gonna be close my door flap. a couple mm-hmm. times yeah. <laughs> <like> the cat <laughs> flap. <laughs> and <clears throat> i've also realized when you have a bad day doesn't mean you have a bad life. I'm not gonna lie, sometimes I'll be like, I have a bad day and it just, mm-hmm. and I start thinking, oh my gosh, my life is like, it's, 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 it's like, my life is over. Yeah. And I realized, no, it's just a bad day. And then tomorrow exactly. I wake up and I feel like, you know what, that was yesterday, today is today. I'm gonna make a change, it's gonna get better. I'm not gonna try and linger on to what happened yesterday and like, yeah. drain the rest of me. So I've learned that whatever happened yesterday doesn't mean it's gonna happen tomorrow. So I have mm-hmm. to try and move on from that, move forward. 
And can I add yeah. to that? Mm-hmm. Because it don't even have to be a bad day. Mm-hmm. It can mm-hmm. be a bad interaction after that day. And the rest of my day is going to be great. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I've realized sometimes it's okay to ask for help. You mm. know, when you reach a certain age, you um, you develop this, um, as you were saying about ego. Not ego, it's more like but, you, this proudness and you feel a bit mm-hmm. humiliated yeah. if you be like, oh, can can you help me with something? Because mm-hmm. you don't want to feel like, um, I can't explain it, but for me, I feel like if I ask someone for help, I feel like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm not capable of, capable of doing something or I feel like I'm a failure and I start overthinking it. And I'm thinking sometimes it is okay to be like, um, could you help me with something? Even if it's something small, it's okay to ask someone to lend a hand, even if you can't manage on your own. Yeah, get your so right I've, I've learned how to like ask for help, even when I feel like I don't want to because I feel like if I do, I'm a failure or something. But I've learned yeah. to be like, you know what? Sometimes it's okay because there are pe- people who are willing to help you even when you think they don't want to, but they actually do want to lend a hand. So I've yeah. learned to be like, you know what? Okay, can you help me? That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, so that's funny you said that mm-hmm. because my segment next week is actually on that. Is it? Yeah. That oh my point. gosh, at least mm-hmm. you, see, you see spiritual bad, we're going more deeper into that yeah. one. <laughs> and... um. What I've learned is to believe in your goals and aspirations. Like even sometimes when you feel like, as I said before, if you haven't reached the plate, the like the goal that you want to achieve right now, because when you reach a certain age, you think, oh my gosh, time's running out. So I'm 25 right now. Sometimes I'd be like, oh my gosh, am I going to get there yet? Mm. Like what's going on? Is time like slowing down on me? And then sometimes I read about people who's achieved things at a later age. And and I'm like, oh my yeah. gosh, like Tar J.P. Henson, the actor, she didn't oh, get yeah, her main role into her forties and stuff. Mm. Um, what's her name? Um, that, that, the one who wrote um, Harry Potter. J.K. Rowling. Yeah, she was. She had kids and single parent and she was on benefits. for. And then by the age of 24, so maybe I'm saying it wrong, she ended up like going after her goals. At a year. And I think like, I was thought as soon as you, oh, you got something. Well, J.K. wrote Rowling, the yeah. first couple chapters of Harry Potter on a napkin in a pub yeah, and she could barely exactly. afford the pint. It's true. And yeah. I feel like sometimes you should just be happy that you're going to get there. Even if it's not right, doesn't mean your time hasn't happened now. It doesn't mean that it's not going to happen later on. And I know maybe people want it to speed up because yeah. you feel like the more older you get, you feel like, don't. oh my gosh, I'm not there yet. So I feel like you should enjoy the process and enjoy 100%. the journey. Of course, so don't try and rush it because if you rush it, you might end up like, like I've realized you start overthinking and, and panic because mm. I feel like since I'm 25 now, oh my gosh, what's going on? But I feel like, you know, I'm just going to enjoy the process, yeah. go with the flow and just let life take me on the journey yeah. he wants to take me and trust in God and trust in faith and stuff like that. And <clears throat> number, oh, I lost count of the numbers. <laughs> it's fine. Just say next. <laughs> next. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to count. <laughs> you ain't write the number oh on the list. God. But I keep ignoring them. Um, um, okay, this is dumb. I said eat, like eat what you want. Yeah, you know. Amen. Amen. Like I know you see all these idiots and like that. I'm not saying go over the top and come like like over the top. Like, but I'm saying enjoy, eat food, yeah. and eat the the sweet that you wanted, that chocolate cake. Just enjoy it. Stop trying to think oh because society wants you to be stick thin. You shouldn't know. But Amen. just eat what you like. Don't go over the top where you get diabetes. No, none of that. But. <laughs> Just enjoy yourself and eat Everything what you and like and just stop caring what people's telling you. And like, I don't care. Like, I want to yeah, eat man. food. Like, people ain't going to tell me not to eat that pizza. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I want a pizza, man. And I want an extra yeah, cheese. Like, no <laughs> <laughs> I want extra cheese as well. I had stuff, Chris. How about that? On top of my cheese, and stuff, guys, I want extra yes. cheese and stuff, Chris. It's yes. true. <laughs> like, enjoy that pizza, man. I don't, don't tell you you shouldn't enjoy it. 
And I've realized you should be your own biggest fan. Like you need to root for yourself Beyonce. like on a daily basis. Like be like, wake up in the morning, look yourself in the mirror, be like, you know what? I can achieve this goal. I am beautiful. Mm. I'm going to start this day of being positive, going out there and going close to my dreams and goals. Which you can... No, no, I'm just oh, loving. I'm living and loving for everything you're listening. Yeah, like right? basically, just be your biggest fan. Like root for yourself, even if no one else is. But make sure you're rooting for yourself and knowing that you go after anything that you put your yeah, mind to. Just remember, you were smart. You were tight. You was important. You was important. <laughs> Where was his list when I showed up in London? Was right. Old? I'm just saying, if I am 30 years old and you're telling me I'm everything. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, I know, right? You are 30 years old. Yeah, right. Um, can you're you tell lying. me your skin regime afterwards? And your well, we just don't talk. crack. Hey, that's it. Are you serious? You're 30 But I'm listening to you right now, and these are all realizations I've only had in the last year and a half. After the breakdown, after the loneliness, after the depression. And um, you are so enlightened. It is so wonderful to see all three of you. I had to write a list because I think when you reach a certain age, you're thinking, who cares what people think? And just, I don't know, I think it's kind of like something I wish I told myself years ago because I kind of put myself down over the few years and... I, I don't know, I woke up and just started like typing everything out. Like, who cares with this? But you know, you just yeah. get into it and you're like, you know what? I don't care anymore. And what I've realized is keep your family and friends close. The people that support you and love you and cheer you on. Because even if you, sometimes when you're not cheering for yourself, it's good to have people backing you and behind you mm-hmm. and cheering you up as well. Because mm-hmm. if you don't have that good like energy, as you said, your, your soul sisters, your earth sisters, it's good to have those people to cheer you up and just mm-hmm. make you feel good about yourself, mm-hmm. even if, when you're not feeling... If you have yeah. genuine people, definitely, yeah, definitely yeah. use yeah. them to your full advantage mm-hmm. and their definitely, full advantage. Of course. And I've recently like like came into the exact I don't know over the few years I have as in your um, segment spiritual baddie you was talking about faith and prayer and stuff Mm -hmm. there has been a moment where I've actually like I'll be honest lost um faith in God yeah and stuff like through things that I've like I've been through of course and there's been times where I'm thinking oh my gosh maybe God's forgotten about me or you know what sometimes I feel like I want to pray and I'm like there's no point because God won't listen to it but then I've realized and I've started to do something where I wake up in the morning and I'll just speak to God it's not more like a prayer but just have a conversation with him just to feel like you know what I'm trying to um accept myself of who I am and what am I coming and and just holding on to a bit of faith and hope that things will get better even if it's not today or tomorrow but hopefully like the next couple of years I'll see improvement and I'll just love being myself again and and (laughs) sorry I'm getting a bit too deep no this is great it ain't never too deep it ain't never too deep (laughs) when it gets too deep to get yeah but basically just trying to hold my faith in God again and just know that like God has God No, 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 no. Oh my God. Yeah, go on. <sighs> on oh, this one is have fun and like turn up. Once more, I've realized, I don't know, since I became a mom, I became so like boring. <laughs> I like being like, as soon as I finish with I just go home. I'd be one of those parents that like, would sitting up, put on the TV, putting on like, let's say Vicenders was still on or something. I'm put, have mm-hmm. a cup on, just sit there and be cup, old uh. and stuff. And I'm thinking, I'm still young. I should go out there, turn up, kiss a random guy. I'm joking. Uh-uh. No, <laughs> but I'm not joking. I don't, I don't know. Just have fun. I forgot what fun felt like because I haven't done it in so long. So I've realized it's time to enjoy yourself. And people like, of course, when you're mum, people assume you shouldn't go out there and enjoy yourself. Your mum, go take care of your kids. Beyonce's on stage that. twerking, getting her life. So and she I got three kids. Basically, <laughs> just enjoy yourself. Have fun. Fun, turn up and go crazy if you're not too crazy. Like, no, I'll protect your magic. Yeah. 
story. I've learned, and also I've learned to be more positive. Like once in a while, wake up and say something nice about yourself or what you hope the day will bring kind of thing. Like, like you wake and be like, oh, like I look in the mirror and be like, oh, I'm beautiful today. Oh, Cashmate, look at you. You look so nice in that, yes. that lipstick yes, you got on. Girl. I look nice in that. It's good to just build yourself just up. Just feel yourself. Like, yeah, just feel yourself and just love who you are. And just, because like give yourself that, that, that in the self morning, love. that self, yeah, that self yeah. love, and and hopefully that will help you start your day on a like a high note. Mm-hmm. So basically, my twenty five. I don't know if that was twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> I can't count. I can't count, guys. <laughs> Sorry, That's fine. but those are my few things that I've learned in my twenty five years of living, and I really hope I've inspired a few people to write out what they've learned or or anything on my list that they've realized and like be like, you know, it is true. So if you've got any ideas or if you really liked what I've said, please contact us at contact at getthebeltpod.com. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Question? Well, normally we would have questions from our listeners, but as we said before, we've got a very special guest on today. So he's going to tell us more about himself, what he does, and yeah, all that shit. So yeah. take it away, Langey. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you for coming. My name is Ryan Lange. Um, I am a fashion and art curator. Yeah. And uh, I recently evolved into a cultural producer. Ooh, um, what that's what that I got to put on the business card. <laughs> yeah. People, people to hire this. <laughs> yeah. But really, what it was was a, a bit of a spiritual journey. Yes. <laughs> found myself in London and I realized that I was spending a lot of my time being a facet of who I was and I wasn't the full the dimension truth. of who I was and um, and that spawned uh, a night called Hangama yes which means chaos in Bedlam in Urdu yes um, and oh, Hindi my grandma spoke Urdu oh, wow. really yeah, she's oh, amazing yeah. connections she's Indian, yeah. and um, it, it was just me on a quest to hear the music I grew up with the music I love uh, mash with the music I heard around me through my cousins which was hip hop and R&B um, so I effectively decided to go to a gay pub and throw a Bollywood hip hop and R&B party yeah um, and I did two of them last year and where they, was that it where was at they? the glory um, it's in Hagerston. It's okay. like it's like Hagerston's watering hole for gays, okay. lesbians, queers. Um, it was they were so open and wonderful. They were like, "We want to do it. Can we make it big and crazy?" Um, I had an amazing art director named Max Allen who designs for like uh, Rihanna, MIA, and Burberry oh, wow. and all these amazing people. He was like, okay. "I want to do the set design." So he turned the entire place into a temple. Wow! So oh, it was cool. orange, red, and yellow with marigolds everywhere. And yes. I had samosas and incense and candles burning. Oh, and um, we literally just threw down electro, hip hop, R and B, and Bollywood. That sounds so lit. Is yeah. there pictures of that? It sounds like it looks yeah. amazing. Are they on your Instagram? Yeah, on the Instagram was at hangama underscore UK. Um, we did that one. And okay. then in September, we did uh, another one. Well, the first one was called Hangama, my big gay Indian wedding. And it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't an Indian wedding um, for any two people. It was a, a marriage of all the different versions of myself that I have. I was marrying them all together. So in that room, I felt like I was 100% wholesome. You. Oh, my goodness. Incredible. That is and amazing. That is really it is amazing, stuff. right? But I just want to talk about your accent. Are you American? No, I am not American. <laughs> but you, I spent the majority of my life watching movies because I oh. studied film and um, worked in a video store. But I'm actually Canadian. You're Canadian? I know. Which part? Toronto? Vancouver. Oh, my oh, God. Vancouver. Yeah. Seriously? So that's why I understand when you guys are like, legalize marijuana. Yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> it has been legalized over there and everyone oh has enjoyed themselves. Oh, my gosh. I, I wish. Canadian. How long have you been living in the UK? I have lived in the UK for eight years. 
Um, I am an ethnic hybrid. I am um, Fijian Hindu. Um, my that's my mom. That so nice. My dad yeah. is. Um, British Punjabi from Birmingham. Mm. I was born in Canada. Um, I am so Hindu Punjabi British yeah. Fijian Canadian, mm-hmm. and um, so that you can imagine you can imagine how difficult it is to identify yourself. Yeah. Um. So it was just this twilight moment where I was like, I don't need to identify myself. I just need to be myself. Mm. Yeah, that's a word as well in wow. itself. How how have you? Because there is this ongoing conversation with um, I've seen like on the blogs where people are saying, "Oh, should A be in the term BAME?" BAME is black, black, Asian, mix, and ethnic. Um, so yeah, there's been conversations had uh, whether that should be included. And I, as a mixed race man with both Asian and black in me think that they that it should be um but i know that a lot of people have said oh you know it shouldn't be and there's a there's a whole discussion about that what 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 are your thoughts on on that i think we shouldn't divide anything more than it already is yeah. i think it's mm-hmm. important to look at um the labels and communities we've created and yeah. instead of trying to like marginalize them even further i think mm-hmm. what we need to do is to see which letter in that combination of letters is the most powerful and get them to support the other letters yeah and those other letters need to support the other letters because asian doesn't just break down into brown asian asian breaks down to a different kind of tone of asian and it's Mm -hmm. like whichever one is getting a microphone they need to speak up for everybody Mm. yes Mm. i completely agree yeah because people always ask me that and i'm like Yes, we can like have a yeah. list of the most influential A's, yeah. um, or we can have a list of the most inf- influential B's. But um, my my heart goes out to all of them because I think everyone has an uphill battle, um, especially yeah. in a room of W's um, yeah. or C's, <laughs> whatever you want to call them. <laughs> <laughs> and so basically, it's a situation where like um, I I don't feel like um, we are able to get to where we can go um, if we. Divide we ourselves. divide ourselves. 100%. And like you were saying about that Beyonce video, instead of um instead of making a point um yeah. by saying, Hey, we are not like you, what you need to do is get into that room and then rent yeah. out that room and exactly. then make your statement. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. I love how it went back to Beyonce. I and I tried to, I did that just for you. <laughs> you did for me. Anyways, back to Hangama. Can I tell Yes, can let's tell do you the story? Yes, more. So, so this is where I feel like we're breaking um boundaries. Uh yeah. I did only two of them last year mm-hmm. and I didn't turn it into a monthly or weekly night, which a lot of people wanted. Yeah. Um, why didn't you do that? Because as a fashion curator i've curated exhibitions for fashion designers photographers artists mm. and um, brands and i i've just trained myself to do things um as one-offs yeah um, because they're quite experiential and immersive yeah. and unforgettable i want people to put away their phones and connect with other people yeah 100%. and um i felt like by doing that like everyone made a moment to come to the party yeah so the second one i did was called hungama gay sweat in a bollywood discotheque Ooh. and um that was it was it was quite sexy the color palette was blue green purple black and we digitized the whole room it was quite cool and then um I've decided that I want to do a third one this year and people mm. have been asking and waiting for it. Um, Hangama has been successful for so many different reasons. The yeah. first one is I found my authenticity. So um, I feel like I can do things like you said on that list. Mm-hmm. I can ask for help. I can yeah. be my best self. I know how to have fun. Yeah. And like I'm allowing those messages to transcend through my party. Yeah. Amazing. Um, I feel like Hangama has created a safe space for queer Asians mm-hmm. who isolate themselves after they come out of their, yeah. their closet, their yeah. metaphorical closet. Yeah. They mm-hmm. feel like they if they're queer, they can't be Asian. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. they, they run I away. Feel like, I feel like that is... A- a, a very paralleled thing to uh, the black uh, air quotes um, community where when people do come out mm. they feel like they 
can't be themselves culturally yeah. as well as marrying mm. as well as being gay or bi or whatnot and instead of marrying the two together i think it's so great that what you're doing with your events helping that i think that's fucking amazing thank you yeah. and i mean just like you were saying cashmere yeah. about how like it doesn't matter where you want to be it's yeah. about where you're going yeah. um it is difficult to get hungama to be on the tip of everyone's yeah. tongues everyone yeah. is interested in it yeah but um to say hey listen like i'm throwing a bollywood hip-hop r&b night would you like to come people are like yeah sure maybe yeah. but in the, the day yeah. it's like you need people to be like no i support your people yeah mm -hmm. i support queers i support asians yeah. i support the venue that we're doing it in because yeah. that venue has transitioned and allowed um uh, people to experiment and be themselves. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to come and support. I want to get involved. Yeah. Mm. And that's what Hungama is about. It's creating chaos in Bedlam through positive energy. I'm very, mm. very excited. Well, we're going to be there. Nice. Get the bird going to be there. Yeah. Where, where is it being held? So, uh, another breakthrough we had was Soho House got in touch yeah. with us. Soho House Amazing. is, I guess, synonymous for your, I don't know, white collared businessman yeah. or your like really cute creative uh, freelancer. <laughs> um, <Me>. They, <laughs> aka us. Um, basically, they, they approached me and asked me what I was doing. And I was like, hey, listen, I could talk to you about fashion curation, but this is what I feel passionate about. And yeah. I said, would you allow us to throw a Bollywood hip hop night here? And they said, we've never done that before. And I said, well, this is the first haven't. time for everything. Exactly. And, um, and this is really important. Instead of standing there telling them what they've done wrong, I yeah. said, I see your space. I take Let's your space. Yeah. And, and you um, Beyonce their ass. Yeah. <laughs> and so they have allowed us, and I'm so happy, at Shoreditch House in East London on Saturday, we are throwing the first Bollywood hip hop and R&B DJ set. Yes. Which will be sick. We have Rita Loy DJing, Little India from Canada. We have Shimmy Ahmed. We have myself. Because I throw it down like Hungama style. Ooh. And um, <laughs> we have performances by Raheem Mir. He's throwing down a really amazing performance. Um, it's it's not necessarily about being queer. It's about being gender fluid and all loving. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then on Thursday, which is the 28th um, at Metropolis in Bethnal Green, we're actually throwing the third Hungama, which is um, everybody's coming. It's being hosted by who I call the witches. They're like the Neo yeah. Club kids of Dolson. Okay. Um, the witches. Yeah, they're amazing. They are. I've never seen anything like them. It's like Lee Bowery on steroids. <laughs> <laughs> and um and I'm just bringing together my family and my people and the sounds of things I grew up with and the things I want to hear in the future. Oh wow. Give me three things that you would really advise them to do. Three things that you would advise them not to do. Okay. Mm. Yeah. The three things that I would advise you to do, so yeah. listeners who want to become a fashion curator or producer of culture, mm -hmm. I would say to ask who and what whenever you look at something. Yeah. Whenever you hear a song, ask who made it and who are the people behind it mm -hmm. because then you start to learn about writers you start to learn about beat makers you start mm -hmm. to learn about oh, yeah. technicians you start yeah. to learn about um in a photo shoot you start to learn about editors photographers set designers um, makeup artists um and then that will allow you to create a labyrinth of more talent and more yeah. people to watch um as a curator it's important to understand where we are in the canon of culture mm -hmm. and so whatever you see is not all that meets the eye it must travel further it must know more information yeah with social media it's so much easier to do it because everyone's posting what they were yeah. a part of back then you didn't know unless you know yeah and now it's like people want you to know so get involved the next thing is to meet as many people you can yeah. in an honest and human way mm. i think if you meet someone and idolize them you they won't see you eye to eye yeah and if you meet someone and you desperately want to work for, for them it's too keen yeah i think yeah. it's really important for you to just know your worth know yeah. their worth and see how you can help them and create like a really honest connection so basically be yourself really yeah. 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 100% I, I remember when I started working in fashion I was desperate to do anything for anybody yeah. and um, so I ended up helping people do things I shouldn't have done I learned yeah. a lot but then I also spent a long time doing stuff I didn't want to do 
And so just really... So do you think it's always necessary to do those things? I think so. But like like you said, Kashmir, is important to learn to say no. If yeah. someone's, if you yeah. take over someone's Instagram page for yeah. London Fashion Week, just so they have content being spread yeah. out, yeah. like you need to be able to say like, sorry, I, I can't, can't do that do anymore because yeah. this is what I'd like to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And But I think the third and final thing to tell you that you should do is always know how you can help someone. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So if you 100%. are doing something you don't want to do or if you're in a situation with someone, you need to know what it is you do mm-hmm. in order for them to give you that opportunity. Yeah, and um, so when I walk up to people and need uh, needed a gig back in the day, yeah. like almost eight years ago, Jesus, um, <laughs> I I said to them, I am a fashion and art curator. I put on exhibitions for designers and artists and your brand. I know what I would do for you. This is the show I'd put on, mm-hmm. and you have to sell it to them, yeah. and then they're able to be like, we never thought of that. If you just yeah. say, I do this, what do you want me to do? Yeah, would you like me to do this? Yeah. They won't know what that is. You yeah. literally need to draw it out for them. Yeah. And are there three things that you would say do not do, avoid? The three things I would say to to not or do. Or the worst advice that you've ever had. Well, I mean, this is quite, this is difficult. It's easier mm-hmm. to say it than it is to do it. Yeah. But it always is. Don't party too much. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> get yeah. out there, go to events. Yeah. Just don't get shit-faced. I feel yeah. like you're speaking right to me and don't, you're looking at me as well. <laughs> I'm taking up well. Don't wonder how you can keep the night going. <laughs> keep your eye on the prize. And when you've had fun, go to bed. Go home. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And, um, home, and when you when you made those connections, it doesn't mean to buy another gin and tonic and a shot of tequila. It means yeah. to respect <laughs> the fact that you've met that person and chill out yeah. Um, yeah. and wake up and get that work done. Yeah. Um, because then you won't be where I am right now being like, I met a list. I met a woman who's 25 years old who has a child who just listed 25 things it took me a long time to discover. <laughs> <laughs> because I was hung over half the time. It's so true. <laughs> ah, shit. I need to work on that as well. Mm. <laughs> the other thing um, I would probably say to do is just to, just like I said, be yourself. Mm. Um, I think if I was more aware of who I was now, um, yeah. spiritually and ethically, and mm-hmm. um, in terms of knowing my own self worth yeah. and, and what I deserve, mm-hmm. um, in a kind and humane and like of obviously like humble way, yeah, um, I think I would I would have been able to make a larger noise than I've made right now, and mm-hmm. I'm so blessed that I'm making a noise. But yeah. it took a long time to discover what that sound was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's amazing. And um, would you say you've um, had any difficulty or felt? that you've had to work any harder being Asian in that environment? I think, to be honest with you guys, I've been quite lucky. Mm -hmm. If you look at this, um, I sound American. My name is Ryan Lange. I don't sound ethnic at all. If you talk to me on the phone, if you got an email from me, I do not look or sound ethnic in those semiotics. Mm -hmm. So it's only when they met me did they realize that they were dealing with a colored person. (laughs) But by that point, they already believed the hype. Yeah. So I I do feel like I've been quite lucky. Okay. And um, but I do feel like there are the people who like weren't born in a place called Canada where it is a sister country to America and England. So we watch you guys do what you do and we create a hybrid of what we do. Mm. Yeah. Like I've always been slightly neutralized. Yeah. And so um that created a a vacuum of its own where I didn't really know who I was and wasn't really allowed to be that. Yeah. But you, all of you and everyone else listening, um, grew up rich in culture. Yeah. You were told to preserve your culture. You're told your yeah. culture is everything. Mm-hmm. And just let it be that. Yeah. But don't ever think you need to change who you are yes. in order to be accepted in another room. You be who you are, but you understand that room. Yeah. You understand that the lingo, you understand the vernacular, you yeah. understand the context, the education, mm-hmm. and you 
I think my grandfather said this to me once. He said, the smartest person in the room is someone who can speak to everyone in the room on every single level. See, yeah. Someone said that to me too. Yeah. It's true. A yeah. friend of mine. A hundred percent. You can sit on the floor and eat. You can sit on a table and eat. Or you can be on a jet and eat. Yeah. Like, mm. you, d- you, always, you always be kind and, exactly. and know exactly of where course. you are. One hundred percent. One thing, I've completely gone blank. Um, oh my goodness, what was I going to say? Did <laughs> <laughs> oh I blow your mind? Uh, it may, yeah, yeah, it did. Fuck my world. <laughs> So for someone who wants to do exactly what you're doing but hasn't started yet or maybe mm. isn't at university or maybe they have gone to university, what would you say are like the first crucial steps that they can take to start? Um, you have the internet in front of you, so I would just Google what you want to do. And what was the word of the week a couple of weeks ago? Google. Google is good. Oh my. It's Google. Was that yours? Yeah, that was mine. <laughs> it is. I mean, it's the truth. I studied film production, dropped out because mm-hmm. I wasn't able to finish my degree because my parents found out I was gay. Yeah. So I, I abandoned myself wow. and then um, I exiled myself and then I moved here. Mm. I happened to get a job at a gallery. Mm. I happened to do a show. I happened to become a curator. But Anytime during that stage, I never wondered whether or not I'd be one. I, yeah. I called myself one and I read every single book I could. Yeah. I met every single person I could. I remember even three or four years ago, I called the head of MA at London College of Fashion and said, yeah. I've done these shows. Can I be a curator now? And he was like, <laughs> he was like, kid, you are a curator. Do you want to teach? And I, no way. Yeah, and so now I do lectures at London College of Fashion. No way. And serious? it's because I just, I respected the institution and yeah. respected oh. the craft. And um, I just kept going. And it sounds like you've gone out wow. of your way to act, actually get these opportunities instead of waiting for people to give them to you. Like yeah. you said, you made the call to that to that establishment. Yeah, yeah. Determination. With you That's three, I feel humble. This is the first time I've actually been really excited to be around three people. Every really? other time oh. I'm just kind of like, okay, now I just need to open my portfolio or presentation oh, no, no, and go through. Yeah. But with you guys, I actually feel like there's some sort of synergy happening. This oh is really God, nice. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. It's really nice. cute. It's just your accent. I just love it. I love hearing you talk. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be <Me>. honest. <laughs> I'll read you a list of 25 things whenever you want. <laughs> but yeah, so come to Hungama, support. Yeah, come, most definitely. You know, um, it's basically, when you was talking about, you said you were studying full production, but then um, you dropped out because you said your parents, parents yeah. found out. You, could you, if you want to elaborate more on that? or Well, I my parents found out that I was gay, and um, my mum asked me, and I did tell her, because I didn't want to lie to her twice. I wanted to lie to her once. Uh, not lie to her at all. Yeah. So basically, I said, listen, I am. You're gonna, I wanted to tell you at this point in my life, mm-hmm. but you know now, so we're just going to have to work together. Um, I just kept in mind that it took me 19 years to figure out who I was and what Yourself, that meant yeah. Yeah. without the internet I was a dial up yeah. at a very young age yeah. um, I I just gave her time and space to figure that out but during that time I mourned the loss of our relationship we were so close oh, we, no. I'd run Aww. home from school and watch Oprah with her Aww. rather than talk to my friends and, and she like, know from that yes <laughs> yeah, no, exactly right <laughs> you get a gay you get a gay no um, basically um I was also a renegade. Like, I took the car out and got trashed. I, like, was out drinking with my friends. And I was just trying to find out who I was because I always knew that I needed a city that moved faster and I wanted to be more creative. So those things paired together um, created this sort of, like, I don't know, demon child, according to her. And um, one day she was just like, that's it. I'm not paying for your schooling. You need to get the hell out of my house and sort yourself out. Um, And at that point, I, I misread that as a... I mean, now in retrospect, I know what she was doing. I know why she was doing it. Mm-hmm. But um, then I was just like, you know what? I'm out. And I left. Yeah. And so um, I went to school and told my professor I dropped out. And he was like, why? Yeah. And I said, because um, uh, my parents found out I was gay. And he just looked me dead in the eyes and said, that's going to be one of the biggest reasons you're successful. Do you realize Probably, this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And wow. I, said, I, yeah. I said, I don't know what you're on about. 
Yes, you better put that word on <laughs> you. Yes, <laughs> the same reason that pushed you out is going to push you, you in. in. Get yeah. In and I said to him, why do you say that? I was like, why do you think me being gay is going to make me successful? And he just took a deep breath and said, it's because I had a son that used to be my daughter. Wow. And then he just oh smiled and gosh. walked away. Oh. And wow. ever since then, I just always had hope and faith. Wow. Oh, bless. Wow, that's, that's amazing. That kind of took me out a little bit then. Well, guys, make sure you follow um, our guy's Instagram and Twitter and everything else so you can get all of his information, see his amazing work, and get information for the event coming up soon. When are the dates again? Uh, the 28th of June, a Thursday, at Metropolis Gentlemen's Club. Yeah, so yeah it is a Thursday, so book off your Friday. Yeah, <laughs> and hopefully we will see you guys there. Yeah. Right, let's get into the last segment of the show, Get the Belt. I was at the Beyonce concert and this woman was looking for her friend and she's like, um, yeah, she's, um, she's got blonde hair. She's half cast. Oh, I said, um, excuse me. I'm like, okay. I'm like, okay. How do I break this to her in the middle of the concert? So she's like, so I'm helping, helping her look. And I'm at like, Beyonce concert. I said, I said to her, I said, um, we don't use the word half cast anymore. Yeah, we don't do that girl. And then she kind of brushed it off and like, pretended that she was still looking for her friend so as i'm i'm like oh yeah and what does she look like so i got her to say it again just to confirm <laughs> and she said it again and she said it again she said oh half past the <gasps> honey i said please add mixed race to your dictionary please <laughs> to your vocab said, please just add mixed race to your dictionary because we don't use that word anymore <laughs> so yeah um my belt goes to her because your friends with a mixed Drace best and your friends with someone of color and you're still referring to them. I wonder if she says it to that which friend. Is not, which is That's not used anymore because Ooh. it's it's offensive and yeah. it's not used anymore. This was so a decade or more ago. Uh, for a long so time. um so yeah, my book goes to her. Did you still help her look for her friend though? Um yeah, well my friend did. I just schooled her <laughs> and gave her the belt. Good. <laughs> okay. Who did your belt go to this big cash? <laughs> this man? one was funny. My belt goes to this man. Was he? He was a guest at a hotel, and he asked this black woman and her young daughter, "Did they bath before they got into the hotel pool?" <laughs> what? No. I don't know. I was like, "Are you joking?" No. Yeah, it was a white old man, and it was not like he worked at the hotel. He was a guest, and he said to the black woman and her five-year-old daughter, "Did you guys bath before you jumped into the pool? You know, there's diseases going around." <laughs> There's what? <laughs> There's diseases going around. So did you bath? Trying to say, like, trying to think they since they didn't bath, they're going to contaminate the water. But the thing is, there was other people in what the pool. What country was this? I don't, in America. Of course. Yeah, it was in America. There's all some American people, like, and basically, I'm sorry, when I read this, you know what you mean? Like, it was a bit like, what the, what the fuck? <laughs> I was laughing in shock, but I was like, Really? So like, he didn't ask anyone else in the pool? In no, the, in the pool. I know there was bare people in the pool, of course, because, of course, bare white people in the pool. Oh, so but a black person okay. comes up, did you Wait, wash? did you wash? Did what, you? did you scrub yourself, little girl? It's the fiery girl before she jumped in and enjoyed it. And it's not even like the owner or the hotel manager. It's another it was just a, a random normal, guest. A random guest came up and people came. Long throat. A lot of people came around and defended her and was like, shut up to this stupid man. Good. But I was like... That's what, what I really that need did... more people to start doing. Yeah, not just black people, but white people as well. Like pulling other people up for their bullshit. It was the most. I would be like, did you bath before you stepped that? Did you even brush your teeth before you came and talked to me? Yeah, before you came and talked to my yeah. No, I was thinking, I thought it was a joke. That you know, when so you look into it, you're like, oh my gosh, this, this actually happened. 
That is so damn No, ignorant. I don't even know his name. I don't think they, they just said it's a man, a white old man, a complete moron. But you you get the belt. Like, you, it's just, it's unnecessary, to be honest. Did you bath before you come? Tell your friend, no, that's rude. I'm sorry for that. I don't know what to say. That is the most disgusting thing I've ever yeah. seen. No, you get the belt. You don't even know your name, you, you old man, you. Terrence. <laughs> Terrence. So, a mother by the name of Juliet Ryan uh, spoke out uh, against racism that her little son experienced whilst at school. Now, I don't know, oh. we've got lots of listeners uh, in the United States, so they might not do this, but in the UK... When you like leave school, especially once you've gra- like once you've graduated the end of like primary school, so you've gone through reception all the two six. When you leave your six, and you, go you to yeah, 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 generally, and when you even when you graduate um uh secondary school on your last day, everyone writes, writes on your, your shirt. T-shirt. Yeah, like, that's oh, that's that. like standard. Do you yeah. do you do that in Canada? Yeah. Everyone, even if they were lazy, wrote hags have a great summer. No oh, way. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, basically over here, when you would leave, they just write, I don't know, best bye friends forever, you, yeah. bye, miss you, good luck. Mm-hmm. Um, this little gorgeous little black boy who has done really, really well in school came home and was skipping through and the mum said, like, quote unquote, that he was just so energetic and jumping around smiling mm. uh, until he turned around and she saw on the back of his um, neck, someone wrote the word nigger on it. Mm-hmm. There on were, his neck. On the back of his neck on his jumper, he didn't on he his didn't shirt. He, he didn't, didn't he didn't see it because it was just had so much oh written everywhere gosh. else. Then somewhere somewhere else the word was written coon twice. And then somewhere else it said uh go back to the jungle. I'm I st- oh I still God. don't understand why these kids were like f- f- like how old are you when you went when, when you were six? Oh, yeah. you're, you're eleven. Yeah. There's still a little boy. Yeah. So I my is going around wow. the I don't even know who to give it to whether to give it to the parents for raising such idiotic racist stupid children <laughs> how are these words in these people in, in these children's mads <laughs> I want to also give it to the, any of his fr- I don't want to give it to the little children but the, the people that actually wrote that on that boy's back I think that's disgusting they need to oh be in they really they really really do um, nice. and yeah so the mum had to go on she was on the news speaking about it and said that it brought her to tears because she herself the school yeah let me give the belt to the school as well because they didn't no one was excluded the school uh, is Clacton County High School um, I'm not too sure, but yeah, the mother, the mother said, the mm. mother said that she was um, a victim of racism when she went to school, and she just did not think that her child would be exposed to this. And yeah, yeah at such a young age, and using existing. those words, and oh you know, it just comes back again to the whole: oh, racism doesn't exist. We've got little boys getting the word "nigger" on their shirt, in, in, right in, on in, his neck, on his, on his, on his, on the on the color of the, on the, color of his oh neck at the back. My belt goes to the parents of the children that wrote that. You guys are doing a disgusting job. You should be ashamed of yourself. The school for not even excluding anyone yet or taking any kind of action. The mother and then the school um, uh, did, I think they reported it to the police. But again, nothing nothing has been done other than her going on, on, on on television to bring awareness to this. So... Yeah, my belt goes to the the children that did that and the parents that are raising these monsters because it's just it's, it's tiring. It's really is tiring, and it's just it's evil. It's evil and it's hatred, and it's not right that children of such young yeah, age, 
even a feeling cool. that. that so nice. yeah, that is something I am giving the belt to that whole situation. <laughs> Who would you give the belt to? Mine's going to sound a bit abstract, but... Um, That's fine. It can be a feeling. I just want to give a blanket belt to Ooh. the entire BAME community. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if that's a really, like, a taboo thing to say, but I just think that, like, we're all so loud about how we need to be heard and we need yeah. to create spaces mm-hmm. for us and we need to, like, um, make sure that, that we are in mass media and mass, like, commercial fashion, art, photography, music, etc. I was like, but when people are doing events, and I am talking about mine... Oh, um, come on. I spoke about this on my Instagram today. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what you're going to say. We need to support each other. Bang. <laughs> We need to make sure that when you have a group that you have 2,000 people in, when you have a following of 10K people, when you have a niche group of 300 people or 30 people, that you tell everyone, I would like you to go to this. I support Mm. this. These people count and matter. And um, I don't want any secret sliding of DMs. I don't want no text message being like, it looks really great. I'm so proud of you because you know that eventually I'm going to be on something bigger. I want you to take the opportunity to take whatever platform, however big or small it is that you've created and you showcase people who are making things happen. Thank you. Wow. I I taken off my belt to them to them as well. I completely fucking agree with that. Just because obviously Completely. naturally I'm throwing an event, it is self-funded. Yeah. Um, I am posting it everywhere, and mm-hmm. I'm sitting there self-reflexively thinking about of- how I am a broken record. I was like, people are not going to want to come because I keep talking about it. Yeah. And I had a moment today going, you know what? So many people have seen it. So many people yeah. have liked it, mm-hmm. and so many people know that I'm trying to make a space for queer Asians, and yeah. these queer Asians need to be heard. These are people who literally do not have a family after yeah. they come out of the closet, mm-hmm. and they don't know what it's like to be a part of a community yeah. that yeah. doesn't see their color. It's and it's true. like if you can feel your color, you need to help them be able be to, themselves uh, yeah. and yeah. be in a place where they can hear music. Like yeah. one of the messages I got on Instagram when I first did the party was, um, "I wish I." This is a Caucasian male who came to the party. I did not know him. Mm -hmm. He said, I wish my Asian friend was here because if he was in a space like this with people like you, he would never have married a woman. Oh my God. (gasps) And so it's, and and I've been getting flack from queer Asians being like, there's too many like white people or mixed race people at the party. There needs to be more Asian people. And at the end of the day, I'm like, these are the people who are supporting everyone. Exactly. If you're not going to support everyone, get off your little soapbox. Yeah. Thank you. That that was, <laughs> that was an deep. amazing beating, that was real deep. and I second it. Mm-hmm. Wow, mm-hmm. it's because it, you know when it resonates, you just have to like you just it just just yeah. leave it there just to marinate <laughs> like well seasoned chicken. <laughs> yeah, so that's for all of you guys, those that are subscribed and those that are not. <laughs> On a petty note. Well, yeah, guys, that has been um, this week's episode. Uh, it has been a pleasure to have you on the show, Langey. Thank like, you so much. A pleasure. Yeah, Honestly, so nice enjoyed it. This is my ne- next yes. week's highlight. Like, this <laughs> yes. week, absolutely everything. We can't great. wait. Make sure you check out his Instagram. Make sure you give him a follow. Make sure you share and support this amazing event. And yes, uh, if you have any questions about the episode, mm-hmm. if again, we didn't yes. read out any questions this week, so we had a lovely guest on. Yeah. But remember to email the show at contact at getthebeltpod.com and we will answer your questions if you have any help. If you need any help with anything, it can be a sticky situation. If you've heard uh, Langey talk about something and you feel touched by it or want to help his event, if you want to sponsor the event, if any, if you want to attend the event, let us know, let him know, follow him. Mm-hmm. And yeah, don't forget if you like this show and like what we're about and have a little laugh with us and talking shit. Um, yeah, give us a little follow. <laughs> yeah, give us a, yeah. a subscribe. 
and share it with a friend. Yeah. Show us some love. Of course. Tell a Amazing. friend to tell a friend. Hey. <laughs> so thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you haven't already, go and listen to Everything is Love by Beyonce and Jay-Z. <laughs> AKA oh the Carters. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, have a great evening. Or a great day or whenever you're listening to this. Thank you guys for listening. It's been such a pleasure to be here. And you guys are listening to... Get Get the Belt. (laughs) Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.